This is another five-star production. The greatest trade podcast coming at you live now. Welcome to a special episode from here, us here at Tribe Talk. Um, I am one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, I have my boy, Stats and Research. How's it going? And of course, in Parts Unknown, we have Khalil, who does not have a mic, because he's here in spirit, but not, but not for trade machines. Yes, yeah, he just flipped <laughs> me off. Yes, you can't see that in real time. All right, Brandon, what's up? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm doing, doing good. We're recording this on a Friday. Um, you probably are hearing this um, next week. But right now we're we just decided that we wanted to trade NBA trade deadline. When is it? February tenth. February tenth. February tenth. Three weeks away. So we're three time. weeks away, and you know, sometimes you know, of course, on our regular episodes of Try Talk, we can't always cover everything. But you know, me and Brandon are big NBA enthusiasts, so of course we are gonna cover the trade deadline. And of course, we have some trades lined up for you because you know Clayton does not allow us to do the trade machine, but we don't need Clayton, right? No. Nope. No. So let's get started. So the first team that we want to talk about for trades um, is a team that we're actually watching play right now is the Atlanta Hawks. They have been struggling. They did make the uh, a trade this uh, this past week. No, last week, right? I think it was last week. Yeah, two weeks from go, they traded Cam Reddish to the Knicks, which uh, I would deem as a steal. Got fleeced. Got fleeced. So, um, Brandon, do you have any trades to fix the Hawks? Because their GM did go out on public radio and say, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought the team back." And it's not working for them. I do. I got you. Right, okay. Now here, here's the deal. All what right. you got? Where the Hawks sit right now, I believe they're sitting in 12th. Okay. In the East. Not good. That doesn't even get you in a playing tournament. Nope. That's a lottery team. Plan. And no. I don't think they have the draft pick, do they? Do they? Didn't they trade their draft pick? Uh, isn't because Bogdanovich wasn't that a sign in trade? That was a sign in trade. I don't. So I don't even know they if they have, have their, their draft pick for this year. So they actually definitely need to make the playoffs. All right, here we go. What I'm not sure, not sure that this gets them to the playoffs, but it does help them. Does it get them to the play-in tournament? This might get them to the play-in tournament. Is this a trade where they're adding to the team, or is this a trade where they're kind of subtracting and kind of just holding? Or is it, is it a less, I'd like to call it a less is more type of trade? This is probably going to be a less is more trade. They, they subtract, like their roster's not going to look as good. Okay. But they clear out some money. And they, they'll be able to, uh, they should position themselves to kind of reset this thing moving forward. Okay. What you got for me? All right. It's a three-team trade. Okay. All right. The Hawks send Bogdan Bogdanovich. Okay. And John Collins. John Collins is getting traded. And John Collins. Mr. I want more. All right. He needs touches, man. He's a big-time player. That's Come on, fine. Man. And you're gonna, we're going to send you somewhere where you're probably not going to get them. He'll actually probably have the same exact role. Don't do it to John Collins. He plays. He tries. That's okay, but you'll win more for sure. Okay. All right. What you got? I'm sending him, them two, to the Grizzlies. Oh, the Grizzlies. To the Grizzlies. For for Kyle Anderson. Okay. Slow-mo. A 9.9 expiring contract. Okay. Uh, Dylan Brooks, who I thought he didn't get paid. He actually did. He has... uh, 
two years left on his deal. Oh, really? I thought he was going to get an extension. Um, he is eligible for an extension, but he has but he's already, he's two under years contract. left on his deal. Okay. Um, he's got 12.2 this year and probably something around $13 million next year. So he'll be a $13 million expiring contract. Okay. So uh, they get Going Kyle. into the next year. So they get Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, and then what else? Then you get Jarrett Culver, who is a $6 million expiring contract Ooh, bad, this year. Bad pick by the, by the Timberwolves. Another one, yes. Yes. And then to make the trade work, you got to bring in a third team. So we call up the only team with cap space, the Thunder. And the Grizzlies will send DeAnthony Melton, who has $8.8 million this year for the next three years, and a top five protected first. From the Grizzlies will send a top five protected first that belongs to the Lakers to the Thunder. Okay. Now, quick question. This trade is not a bad trade in a basketball sense. I don't, I do, I can see the value in it for both teams. It's the only issue is I would question for the Grizzlies. I don't know how to make a lot of sense for them. Just simply the fact that they already have Jaron Jackson and Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. So that's already a crowded front court. If you add John Collins, that kind of just makes it a lot more crowded and he kind of can only play like at least with Kyle Anderson, you can kind of play him in the, you can, you he's can a little more versatile. Yes. You can't really do that if you're going to have John Collins out there. That's one on a basketball standpoint for them. And then also, wouldn't that kind of just mess up their, like kind of freeze them up in their cap space? Well, they wouldn't have a lot of my concern. My concern for them with this trade is, is not, it's not so much the crowded front court because I think they can do a separate deal to clear that out. Okay. Um, they'd probably have to send Brandon Clark somewhere in a separate deal. Well, why would you trade Brandon Clark? He's actually well, if you pretty have good and John cheap. Collins, like John I feel Collins like, is kind of like a better version of Brandon Clark. Remember last year, Brandon Clark, they had him trying to like shoot the threes and stuff and it wasn't so good. Yeah, but I mean, Brandon, so John Brandon Collins Clark, is I, like a better Brandon Clark. But I feel like with Brandon Clark, though, I mean, at least with him, he's not I don't have to pay him almost a hundred million dollars or 80 million dollars a year. I mean, 80 million dollars. That's in like true. Four that, years. that is my concern for the Grizzlies is that they have built this thing into what it is through the draft. Yes. Um, they're not. They're probably not going to participate in free agency. They're, you're just not going to get people to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so cast base isn't something that really matters to them. It's just that my concern with them is you, you, John Collins is making what twenty twenty three million for the next five years. That's that's a big chunk of salary, and I just you're I'm not, not convinced. I'm not convinced that it makes them good enough to justify it okay like it's, it's not i don't think this trade makes them a contender i think the basketball fit works because you can take jaron jackson you can allow him to be your five okay. uh, he'll he'll be the floor spacer and you can allow um john collins to be the pick and roll dive man and you can actually switch them both because as they said on this broadcast um i believe john collins is shooting what 41 percent from three is that what they said? Yes. Um, so he could be the spacer as well. Um, so I think basketball-wise, it works fine. I just don't think the sal- the trade doesn't make them good enough because basically after that, they're, like, they're done. They're, they can't really do much else um, mm-hmm. to improve their roster in any kind. That, like, that'd be their trade. You know what That's I mean? like the best they could do. That'd be their trade, and I think they could do better, with, better than that. Um, to make themselves a contender. Okay. I don't mind that trade. That actually kind of 
makes um, some sense, like I said, for the Hawks. Um, even though I feel like the Hawks, I don't know if I'd trade John Collins. I probably would try to trade Gallinari since next year his contract's not fully guaranteed, and I would probably try to trade Bogdanovich. And I feel like you can probably find a team that would look to either take those players as kind of like, you know, we could use some talent. We could use like a little bit of an upgrade um, from those. Uh, I have a trade deal for you right now that I just yeah. came up with. I, I actually kind of like this trade. So Brooklyn Nets, they're kind of struggling a little bit. They they lost KD. They have no size up front. Blake Griffin is I, you know what is washed. I'm not really sure what the notion of them struggling is there. Well, they're not playing up to the standards that maybe you would expect a team that has uh, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. Yeah, but everybody else on their roster knows what dinosaurs look like. Yes. So they need some. So in sense, they need some depth, right? They might need a little yeah. bit more shooting. They definitely need some size. So I've come up with a trade. To, that would help the Brooklyn Nets. All right, what you got for me? It's a little dangerous because it might cost them some money long-term, but I still think it's a really good trade. So the Brooklyn Nets would be sending out Joe Harris, who has been underperforming in his contract and has three years left on his deal. They would also be sending out Nick Claxton, who is a free agent, if I'm correct, this offseason. Yes, they need to pay him that or they, let him walk. Yes, so they can get rid of him. I would trade him to uh, a place not that far from here, Orlando. Nick Claxton to Orlando. Nick Claxton to Orlando for Terrence Ross, who I think would be a really good uh, supporting cast player. We've seen him when he plays next to star players. He does does well. And, of course, my man, Mo Bamba. Hmm. I feel like Mo Bamba. How much is Mo Bamba making? He's on the last year of his rookie deal, but he's a restricted free agent. He makes $7 million, so they they would be able to keep him. And they wouldn't have to worry about it because they're getting rid of Joe Harris's contract. Okay, that's right. But they, they have, but they have his, but it'll be, it'll, they'll have his rights. So they would save them, they would save the money. Yes. On but, the tax bill next year. Yes. I'm assuming they'd have to give up a first round pick as well in this trade or some type of draft cap, uh, some more, uh, compensation. But I do think that Mo Bamba and Terrence Ross would kind of be the, the, uh, what's the word they were using? Calvary that the Nets might need to kind of bolster their, their, uh, lineup because they really don't have a lot of depth. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I think this is an interesting trade, actually. Yes. I like it. All right. Appreciate I, it. I don't know if the Nets like it. Why would the Nets not like it? They get Terrence Ross, who can, who's like a good – he can score, give him a little bit more of an offensive punch. He's a, he, can, he can spot up and shoot, and he can play a little bit of defense. And he gives them a lot more athleticism than what they have. And Mo Bamba is a clear upgrade from Blake Griffin. And, and God bless him. I don't care what Khalil says. One of the greatest basketball performances I've ever seen is LaMarcus Aldridge at a Heat game, okay? What he did to you down in I never looked at UD the same. Now, granted, LaMarcus never played the same after that game either. But, I mean, you know, it was a, it was, Brandon, you were there. It was, uh, a, it was a magical performance. Yeah, uh, he, he gave it to Udonis on the low block. But he, he's not it right now. It's, it's kind of over for him. So, I would, I would uh, consider that as a trade. I, I like it. I like it. I just, I'm not sure that I can consider Joe Harris for Terrence Ross an upgrade. I think he's going to well, give him some different stuff. I, I'd have to. I mean, he's all, I mean, all the, it's kind of like the problem with like the, 
I play with Joe Harris and Duncan. They kind of remind me and they have the same problem where it's just kind of like when they're on like a mediocre team, the offense is a little bit more catered to them. In a weird way, they kind of perform better than when they're on a really good team and it's like, yo, just go stand in the corner. That's not, you know, it's like a PJ Tucker role. They're a little bit, they kind of need to have the ball a little bit more in their hands and do more. And Joe Harris can do more, but obviously if you're playing with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden on the regular, you're not, they're basically going to tell you to go sit in the corner for the majority of the game. So... I feel like Terrence Ross can do that, but he also adds a little bit more value, and he might might be more comfortable just staying in the corner at times. It might be a better fit for them, but that's that's just my opinion, you know. You know what? I think you sold me on it. I think Mo Bamba over. I think the upgrade there that they'll get from Mo Bamba, rim protection, size, athleticism, might be worth it, and, now, and a only, high up ceiling. Here's the only thing I'll say: Do you think? So the the reason you're going to trade Nick Claxton is yes. is, is you're not going to pay him and and if you did pay him the the tax bill um would be even more astronomical yes. than it is now. Um but so you are cutting I some guess, salary with Harris. That is true, but I guess are you assuming that you can pay Bamba less than you would pay Nick Claxton? Uh, I think, uh, I mean, I think they can get the same, I think they'll get similar deals, but even if you have to pay them the same, like even if I had to pay them the same, or even if I had to pay Mo Bamba a little bit more money, I'm probably a lot more comfortable giving Mo Bamba a contract than I am Nick Claxton. Especially, I've seen what Nick Claxton is on that team. He's okay, but he's not the answer. If I can maybe get somebody with a little bit more upside, who can do a little bit more. Plus, you got to know uh, Nick Claxton. He might just, it might not be maybe his time to play on that team. He's still a very young player. He's still developing. So he has a lot, he does have some upside too. So that's why I think he's easy to trade to a team like Orlando. They already have bigs. He can kind of go in in a reserve spot and kind of, you know, work his way up in developing. Because I don't even know if Orlando is necessarily trying to pay Mobamba either. They might be more inclined to give, give Nick Claxton a contract for not a lot of money than have to pay Mobamba. So that's how I looked at it like that. You know what? You sold me. All right, cool. You sold me. So which, on that. All right, so what you got for me? It's your turn now. All right, here we go. All right. You were talking to me about uh, the Lakers. Okay. You want to fix the Lakers. Yes, I want to fix the Lakers. Now, they are sitting at, last I saw, they were 500, 22 and 22, sitting in the eighth seat in okay. the West. And typically, around this time, if LeBron James' teams are hovering in the vicinity of 500, mm-hmm. we're going to see some major trades. Yes. Something's going to happen. Unfortunately, the Lakers don't have a whole lot to trade. No, times uh, are tough over there. Real tough. The cabinet is bare. Right. Scary hours. I got a couple of deals for you. Okay, what you got for me? All right. Let me see if this does anything for you. Go ahead. I'm, uh, I'm Rog Palenka. I call up uh call up Pop over in San Antonio. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. I got I got Kendrick Nunn. I got You're Taylor. trading Kendrick Nunn? Yeah. Right, wait, are you sure that they got the approval from Rich Paul to trade Kendrick? Because they'd have to ask for it just like they had to ask for Cook. Look, Clutch Lakers are a real team, Khalil. Don't don't give me that look. They're they're a real team out there, America. Now listen. Okay. You heard what the Lakers are doing. Okay. Every, every Laker has hit to Twitter to apologize. For their performance. Yeah. Okay. So it's Magic Kendrick Johnson. Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. He did too. <laughs> he told the fans 
I believe I sent it to y'all in the chat. He said he's gonna the do best better. individual defense. Yes, he's I've ever seen played from Kendrick. You know, mm-hmm. play. All right. He says that he's gonna do better for them, and here's how he's gonna do it. How's he gonna do it? He's gonna get traded. <laughs> All right. He's going to San Antonio. For who? Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn. Okay. Package them together. Okay. For Derek White. Does that do anything for you? I like Derek White. I got nerve. I thought you were going to try to say Deontay Murray. I was going to be like, get the fuck out of here. No. Not, not, but I actually not. like that. That's not I, a, Now, I would have if they had more picks. They ain't got they no picks. Yeah, they got and San Antonio gets their two second round picks that they have left. I actually like that trade. I don't think that is a bad trade. I could see the value in... Um, a little combo guard. Yes. You know, he could play on ball, off ball. I yeah, think that makes sense. Terrible. I, I, got, so. I got another one for you for the Lakers. Okay, what does he have for me? All right. Same thing, Rob Palenka. Okay. I got the same two guys. That's all we got. I got Kendrick Nunn. I got THT, two hype Tucker. Two hype Tucker. And I got a couple seconds. I do have a first in like 2027, 20, I think, that I can trade. Okay. But um, we're going to hold that just in case I need to trade Russell Westbrook. Okay. You can't trade Russell Westbrook. Okay. If you trade Russell Westbrook, all you're going to do is trade him back to Houston because nobody yeah. else is taking that contract. And that was the report today. Houston says they would absolutely take back Russell Westbrook if you give me that first-round pick. Yes. So. Um, now, I got same group, none, two okay. hype Tucker. Call up Kevin Pritchard and ask for Karis LeVert. You're calling up Kevin Pritchard and you're asking for Karis LeVert. Yeah. That's I'll where you're going. You, I'll give you THT. I'll give you Kendrick Nunn in two seconds. Does that do anything for you, Mr. Pritchard? For for Pritchard? Yeah. Uh, no. That doesn't do anything for you? No. Nah, it doesn't do anything for me either. That's, what <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at with this Lakers team. The, the Lakers, I, told, I told you the team that the Lakers need to trade with. The only other idea I got. You know who they need to go. You know who they need to call. Who? They need to call Portland. To go get Robert Covington? Yes. I mean, I just, I don't know that it necessarily fixes I know. I, they need a point guard. Huh? They really need a point guard. Who, the Lakers? Or a ball handler. The Lakers don't need a point guard. The Lakers, the, the Lakers need three and D. They need somebody who can guard point guards, but they don't need, they don't need a uh, point Robert guard. Robert Covington's not going to guard anybody. He's not a. He's a good defender. He's a good team defender. He's better not than a good Mello. Individual defender. He's better than all the other. Uh, no offense. Uh, past their prime players that they have on their team. I mean, I'm not. I don't disagree with you. I'm just. I saying, mean, if Stanley Johnson can like the second for best Robert player, Covington, I'm pretty sure. Trading for Robert Covington. That, by the way, that is the real crime on this team. That Stanley Johnson can show up on the streets, hadn't been in the league in God knows how long, and, and he's like the greatest thing that I've ever I seen. I mean, I see a lot of I see a lot of potential with the with the Trailblazers. I see some Tony Snell could get could get moved. I see some um I see some even some Ben McLemore could get reunited. You know, Larry Nance Jr. would probably be a nice addition. Larry Nance wouldn't be a bad addition for the Lakers. Shit, even I mean uh, I don't think they're gonna do the trade because this is a, this contract I, I don't like this contract. But Norman Powell, if the Lakers if the Portland decide that they're gonna do Norman Powell making He's only making fifteen million this year, but he has five years left on his deal. He has like four years after this, so that's not really like a THT and Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, seconds for Norman Powell. Not really that. That I don't know if the port. I don't know if the Trailblazers do it, but but I like that for the Lakers. Okay, all right. So that's that's as much as you're gonna get from us about the Lakers trade talks because they don't have that many assets, and I like to rather talk about teams that have a little bit more uh capabilities. So let's get into the man that I've been trying to trade uh, for like at least what, like the last six months. 
Ben Simmons since his uh, uneventful uh, performance in the in the second round of the yeah. playoffs. Now, for the record, I didn't. Re- I don't really want to talk about Ben Simmons. I know you don't. We've talked about Ben Simmons to death everywhere on every channel. But I have a trade. I have like a legit trade. All right. Uh, look, I'll hear you out. The only reason I'll hear you out is because Joel Embiid has been absolutely phenomenal. He put up a, a 50-point triple-double. And I feel like this, this trade helps both teams in a lot of ways. All right. Let me hear what you got. Okay. So, I always said— Save I feel like Daryl Morey's job. I've, yes. But I've always said the two places that I feel like Ben Simmons should get traded to, which make the most sense, is either Sacramento or Minnesota. So, I was—you know, I was saying I might have done a Sacramento trade. But, you know, I like where Minnesota is doing this year. Cats actually having a really good year, probably going to make the All Star team. Um, Ant Man is doing his thing. Um, they have, they have supposedly they have like the best starting five in the league. If I'm correct, I think like plus minus. Plus minus. Yes, they have the best starting five. So they've been pretty good. So yes, I wouldn't doubt that. But I'm going to mess with that starting five. But I'm going to make it better. So I am trading D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and uh, uh, Torian Prince to. Philadelphia for Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. And of course I'm giving them two um, future unprotected first round picks and may, and maybe one pick swap after that. I'm not going past three picks for Ben Simmons. Cause I, cause I know even though I'm low key, I probably should only do two cause I'm taking on Tobias Harris contract, which is just, you know, like you, what you say? 17 and what? 17 and seven, 17 and seven guaranteed 17 and seven. So I feel like that trade would be good for Minnesota. Um, ben Simmons, I think, playing with um, Anthony, uh, Carl Town, kind of helping bolster up that defense even more, kind of basically being a better version of uh, what they got with, like, James Vanderbilt defensively and also in rebounding and then also having the offense. Um, I think that would be pretty good. And you can still have Tobias Harris. You can play him with Cat. It's a, it's a pretty solid team. That's a playoff team in the West. Tobias Harris, uh, Ben Simmons, Anthony Edwards, Carthony Towns, and I mean you're, I mean at that point you just need like some dude to go shoot in the corner and get a three. You can sign that dude off the street. That's a playoff team. That's I, a I, great they, deal for Minnesota. I, there's no way Philly does that. For two, oh, oh, well, do you have a better trade for Philly? Because I don't see Philly getting any star talent anytime soon. To be honest with you, the best trade I think Philly could probably get. Okay. It's the one that supposedly the Pistons offered them, which I believe was Jer- was it Jeremy Grant, Sadiq. I'd Bay. rather I'd rather have this t- Timberwolves trade than than Jeremy Grant and Sadiq Bay. You're telling me you'd rather have Jeremy Grant and Sadiq Bay than D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and um, two picks, I think two unprotected Malik, picks. I think Malik Beasley would help them. I don't think D'Angelo Russell would do anything for them. Uh, I mean they. They have. I mean, they could. It could work. And, I think. And then, but here, the real issue I have with that trade is you're trading Tobias Harris. That's a. But they want to trade Tobias Harris. I I understand, but if you you didn't get them anything that they could replace him with. Well, I mean, they'll still have. They just I mean, have a giant hole at the four. Hey, don't tempt me now. I make a three team trade right now. Go ahead. I'll, get, I'll, get, him, I'll I, get him. I him need something more. I need something more. For, I need some more I, than I what? can't. I need somebody to replace Tobias Harris. You need somebody to, to replace Tobias Harris? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'll work on I'll come back to you on that one. But I do have, like, a trade that I've, I've been thinking about, and I think I've expressed it to you before that I'd like to get through. Go so ahead, you, did, you, you did come with Memphis and Atlanta, which I think is okay. But I think, I think I've told you Memphis and Toronto, to me, makes a lot more sense. Okay, where are we going with this? Let me see. You know I'm a big fan of Pascal. I think Pascal is like the second 
her third offensive option on a team when he's playing with like a star caliber player. We've seen what it can do. All right, now I'm gonna tell you. I see where you're going. This, you this, knew where I'm about this, to go. This better be. It's gonna be a trade. King's ransom because the Raptors are, are, are they're gunning for that plan, bro. Look, they're gonna get some they're nice not a players. Bad team. They're gonna Let's see some, what you got. Let me see. What they're you gonna got. get some nice players in this deal. Okay. All right, so I would trade Pascal Siakam. Um, I probably would just trade Pascal. I'm doing this just off of the the, the basis of this trade. I'm pretty sure there could be some other things added into it. But I would just trade Pas- Pascal Siakam for um, Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr. And I think I just need to add one more person just for salary. And I can make the trade happen. How do you feel about that? So I'm moving forward with Ja and Siakam. And Bain. And Desmond Bain. And, uh, I mean, you still have Brandon Clark. I mean, you still have a lot of talent, but you got to realize, like, at some point, they're going to – they haven't really hit it this year. One, because they – well, one, they play better than Atlanta. But also, a lot of their players have been out with injury and COVID, like, in and out. So, it's just kind of like a rotation. But they're going to get to a point where everybody's healthy and somebody's going to – you know, it's like, it's like the grind of musical chairs. Somebody's not going to have a chair at some point, if you get what I'm saying. And then, and then you're going to have to start paying people. So, I'd rather consolidate some of those guys right now, get somebody that, it, you know, is a, I know is a bona fide talent, and I know if I put him in that role, he can – if I literally put him in a Jaron Jackson role, I know he'll be a lot more um, – he'll be a lot more fruitful for my team and productive, uh-huh. even though I do like Jaron Jackson. And Jaron Jackson has a lot of value. He still has value in the league. I definitely like that trade. For Memphis, I okay. like it better than my John's Collins, tra- John Collins trade. I think it makes more sense. Yes, um, they'll it positions themselves. It, they they're not like they can still make another move. Yes, if they need to. I think Pascal is an upgrade over Jaron Jackson. You think Pascal is upgrade over Jaron Jackson? I do. Okay. Um, only be and I think what you really do is you kind of. I think the upside of Jaron Jackson. Is higher than Siakam. Mm-hmm. I'm. J- he's got those injuries, man. Like the dude can't stay on the court. But it it, allow- it makes the trade make more sense. And, no, I'm with you. I think Jaron Jackson needs to go in that trade for the Raptors to even consider it. Um, I think it's kind. I think what what that trade is, it's kind of like uh, Memphis is kind of cashing out on Jaron Jackson and just saying, uh, well, you know, we'll take we'll take the more proven player. Uh, in Siakam, we we like I said, they're not stuck. Like they could still make another move if they need to 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 kind of push themselves uh to be an even stronger contender. Legit contender. Yeah, but I think it's just kind of like, look, could Jaron Jackson be better than Pascal Siakam? Maybe, but Siakam's young enough that we're okay. Okay. So I don't hate it. I kind of like it. Okay. It was just a suggestion. I, I like it. All right. Um, do you have a trade for me? I don't. You've ran out of trades already? I do have one. I, it's just that this, this is for Clayton. All right. This is the trade. This is the trade that Clayton, this is why Clayton hates the trade machine. Why, why is he, is it like an out of their trade or he's just going to be like, I can't believe you really came up with this fucking trade? No, I mean, the trade, like, it make the idea. Of the trade, the idea of the makes trade makes sense. sense. Um, it's just there's no real practical way to make of doing it, this actual trade to make it work. Yeah, it's just not. 
It's good in in uh, theory, not so much in practice. And execution is not there. Yeah. Okay. So I got we got the Pelicans and the Sixers. Okay. The Sixers send Ben Simmons to the Pelicans for Zion, Josh Hart, and Tomas Sadoransky. Okay. Now, the idea is a Ben Simmons for Zion. I trade you my problem for yours. I don't know if I call well, would you really call I mean, I feel but I feel like even right now, I feel like I'd low key rather have Ben Simmons than Zion right now. Even though I know Zion has way bigger upside. Now, I, now here I know what I'm getting with Ben Simmons, and I still I know agree. I have some upside. I agree. Now here's what I now, I guess this is kind of one of those trades you have to see what the intel tells you. Yes. Um, I have a feeling now. I I do think Zion is hurt, and he's you know had trouble coming back and stuff like that. Um, I do think there might be some clashing in that front office between whether it be him and his people and their front office. Okay. Um. So I don't think that's helping. Uh, probably uh, not. That's probably not helping matters. Um, so if, to me, the Sixers can do, if the Sixers do this trade, this is sort of equivalent to when the Heat uh, basically, like, threw away Dwayne Wade's, like, two prime years. And they're just like, just, we love you, but. Yeah. The idea of doing that, though, was that, at the end of, we're going to sacrifice these two years of your prime to get LeBron James. Okay, I hear what you're saying. The Sixers are not doing that at present. They're no. throwing away probably Joel Embiid, one of Joel Embiid's best seasons for conceivably nothing. However, if they do um, do a, a, a Zion uh, trade here with, uh, with the Pelicans, I think that can be kind of your at the end of the rainbow. So if this season, this Joel Embiid performance carrying them takes them to the second round and that's it, um, you can look forward to Zion and Joel Embiid next year. And that would be a, like just a, a, a really, really terrible problem for the league. Okay. I get what you're saying. All right, so... Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I think Minnesota, I think with Simmons, it really has to be either Minnesota or Sacramento. There can't be any other option. To me, there's not any other feasible option where he can, he, they can at least get back somebody that's at least somewhat of a star talent. I mean, unless San Antonio is willing to trade uh, Deontay Murray. I don't. But I don't think San Antonio would trade him. I don't think Deontay Murray fits for the Sixers. But I, tough I, defense? Uh, can shoot threes? Play make? He's not a great three-point shooter. not a great three-point shooter, but, I mean, they have uh, shooting on the team anyway. They don't have a ton of it, but um, they need more. But, um, you can which put is Derek really Wright. You can put Derek Wright in the trade. Just saying. Mm, okay. I might. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably come around on that. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason I didn't want to talk about Ben Simmons because there's just not a whole lot of places where it makes sense. Okay. All right, well, I, I got one more trade. All I just right. came with it. I'm getting Close funky. Out here. Close it out here. Is this, this a, would Clayton approve of this trade? Uh, I don't think it's a crazy trade, though. It makes sense to me. All right, let's see. All right, the New York Knicks have been struggling. Uh, They kind of need some two-way players. And uh, what team uh that's just kind of doesn't really care what they're doing right now, they're kind of a little bit of a flux is better than the Houston Rockets. So, if I'm the Knicks, I'm trading Alex Burke, Mm -hmm. Kemba Walker, Norlands Noel, and Mitchell Robinson for the upside. And I'm getting back Eric Gordon and Christian Woods, and I'm sending two two, um, unprotected first-round picks. 
Well, maybe one unprotected and then one one uh protected. No, nah, what's the one where you get to flip? Swap. Swap. Well, I'm assuming there might be some swaps in there. Hmm. I think I think the I think Christian Woods and Julius Randle would really be a good uh front court tandem together with RJ Barrett. How many years Christian Wood got left on his contract? Two more years. And he's only at thirteen minutes. So it's not like it's not like he probably wouldn't stay there anyway. They're, he's not in their long-term plans, and let's be Eric honest. Gordon. And Eric Gordon got three years left on his deal. Well, technically two more years left on his deal. Because the last year is only guaranteed if they win a championship. Yes, correct. And Eric Gordon, I think, on the Knicks, I think that would be a good— you I know, really like toughness. this trade. He brings some toughness to the team. Also, two-way scoring. So, like, it doesn't feel like they're giving it. They can get rid of Kemba— um, they're not doing anything with Kemba. They're not doing anything. I'm pretty sure this trade would even get moved up to the point where, like, I'm pretty sure the Rockets wouldn't maybe keep New Orleans. New Orleans would probably get moved somewhere. Like, maybe, like, I could make this a three-team trade and send New Orleans to, like, Dallas. I love this trade, actually. I like it. They'll probably keep Mitchell Robinson, though, because he has a little bit of upside. And they, they're they probably going to have to pay somebody because I just literally got rid of, like, besides, after John Wall, that's literally their next two big salaries. Everybody else is there is on, like, young still deals. over the cap. I think they're, like, $20 million over the cap. Yeah, but so... But I think that would be a trade. At least it could probably get the Knicks at least being con- guaranteeing them at least the playing tournament. So, I think that that trade will probably get them to the playoffs. Yeah. So that, and that's all, that's really all they need to do because at this point they're not going to get rid of Thibodeau. They just got competitive. They're basically the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Of the NBA. I like. They that used trade. to be good. That's a really good trade. I like that. You like that trade? I do. Okay. Clayton right. can hate it all he wants. I love it. Oh, I don't care. You do you do what we want over here. All right. So is there anything else that you want the people to be on the lookout for as the trade deadline is uh, approaching? As the trade deadline approaches? Yes. Um, I got to say, I think I'm not sure what to make of this deadline. I really don't. There, When I was doing it, when we we're doing this exercise, mm-hmm. I'm looking around at different teams and I'm not, I'm just not really sure. Where you know, who are the players available? There's not a whole lot of stuff that makes sense. There are teams that make sense. Ben, ben Simmons, you can look out for. Yeah. Indiana, Portland, uh, possibly the Kings, maybe Toronto, maybe the Hawks. Um, but it's just kind of teams, and there's no no direction. There's not a whole lot of direction. Yeah. I mean, even teams like the Lakers are a team that desperately need to do something, but are they, they can't, really going to be assets. able to? Yeah. You know, even a, like. A quick one that I've seen was um, the Lakers trying to go get Eric Gordon mm-hmm. um, with the pretty much the same package I told you. Um, I think they'd have to add the first, though. Um, but even that, like, I think a team like Cleveland would want Eric Gordon. You know? Yeah, and, definitely. And so I'm just... He'll be moved. I, it, it could be an exciting deadline. It could not. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited for. I think it'll actually be a good trade deadline. Now, I feel like I had I want I was on a trade deadline high, like what five, five six years ago, six years ago, maybe seven actually. I don't yeah. know. It's like seven when uh that trade deadline where like all the point half the point guards in the league got traded at the same time. Oh yeah. And so I'm still craving that trade that deadline was the high. Deadline, right? That was the draw dick Isaiah Thomas. It really kind of like in a weird way kind of changed the league. Yeah. That trade deadline definitely, that all those trades definitely changed the league. Some of those dudes were like supposed to be throwaways and they actually ended up being something. So I'm still waiting on that. I do think this year, though, it could be something because sometimes the years when it is kind of quiet, that means that teams might be gearing up to do something. 
Possibly. So we'll Possibly. see. Plus, with the playing tournament, nobody's really out of it. That that's the other thing. So but here, the other thing about that is like that both the West and the East are so tight. Like it could be just these teams. Like I don't want to make a move. Like I like I'm scared. Where we are. I don't want to mess up my team. Yeah, like that could be it too. That's true. And well, I think a team prime even like I think Charlotte should make a move. I don't know what the move out there is. Probably Nurkic. We can come but, up with it next week. There you go. All right. But, so yeah, we are gonna. Con- this will not be the only uh, trade. Uh, special that we do we'll have one in the coming weeks as we get close to the deadline as we said that but this has been the latest and greatest episode from us at tribe talk podcast we will see y'all on sunday we out later this has been another five-star production not liking your vibe your energy i came from the pot with kimberly she's sniffing the lines assembly we had a good time in italy yo these niggas be lying by loyalty get on my knee praying to god to cover me